You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. This is video game related. Nope. Tomorrow, we have the release of Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. yes. Are you guys excited about that? Have you read up on that at all? I was uh, actually watching a review yes. of it uh, right before this. and uh, oh, What are they saying? Uh, I, mean, I think it's pretty universally loved, right? Praised, uh, yes. Oh, praised. Yeah. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't read anything about it. Yeah, I've, I've been excited about it since the very first teaser that they did five years ago. Five years ago? Holy crap, was, really? It was that I think long? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was right at right before the launch of The Witcher 3. And they had, it was basically, there was a trailer for The Witcher 3. And at the end of the trailer, it kind of did that glitchy artifacting yeah. stuff. And then it said, in just like red lettering, it said something about CD Projekt Red, next project working on Cyberpunk 2077. And I was like, fuck. And then, of oh. course, they did the 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 little video of the android woman with the slow motion bullets and all that stuff yeah. it's like shit i can't wait for all, this game all i've seen about it is like a, like the cg keanu reeves right like that's that's mm-hmm. that's all i know is that keanu reeves apparently has lent his likeness to this game yeah it's like yep. johnny steel arm or something like that <laughs> what's his name yeah, yeah. johnny silverhand johnny silverhand and, yeah. there you go and like cd project red isn't that like they they're the ones that did the witcher mm-hmm. and the, the witcher is like the biggest thing to come up what what is it? is it Sweden or is it the Poland. where is that Jay Poland, Poland. Uh, mm-hmm. like it is their main export right now is yeah. It really? yeah I'm not even kidding it's financing like, the they, entire they, country they send it as a gift a peace offering to other countries that like this game is what came this is our export this is our what we send to you they're so <laughs> proud of of The Witcher and they should be it's a fantastic mm-hmm. game but like. To think that your country has so little going for it that it's like, here's a video game that we made. This is our main export. Take that, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) I got to keep us down. (laughs) (laughs) I shocked Joe even with that one. I I need that on a T-shirt right now. Oh, my God. Now, Jay, Um, you were excited about the announcement of that five years ago. Why? Because this is like a a property I hadn't heard of. How how are you familiar with it? I'm familiar with it because... um, God, back in the day, we used to play like the actual tabletop version of Shadowrun. Ah. Shadowrun, remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know exactly how it came about, but at some point, I learned about Cyberpunk uh, through that, mm-hmm. and so it had to have been, I don't know, a couple years after. Excuse me, a couple years after shadowrun playing some of that and playing some D and stuff and i finally got around to playing some some cyberpunk and it was like it's basically shadowrun without the magic guys oh. do you know what shadowrun is uh i know the logo i know it was an old uh it was a super nintendo no. game well yeah. it was a super nintendo game based on a tabletop role-playing game i figured they yeah. had they had released at the same time simultaneously they released a, an snes version and a sega genesis game and they were both completely different from one another hmm. i wonder which one was but better they, the, the SNES one was yeah, oh, shocking, one. of course. Uh, sure. But they were both built off the same mechanics. But what Shadowrun is, it's like this futuristic world, kind of like, you know, your Matrix and Johnny Mnemonic, where you can, oh, there's one of Jay's roommates, um, <laughs> where you can, you plug into like computers and stuff. You could like jack in and hack computers and yeah. stuff with your brain. But then also like magic has been reawakened in this world. So you have trolls and dragons and stuff. And like, yeah. 
there's in in the 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 SNES game, the final boss is this gangster that's like built up this empire in the city, and it turns out he's a dragon. Oh. Like he's straight up a dragon that lives in a volcano, but he controls the criminal empire in this city. That's awesome. And it's so it's so cool. Um so yeah, that's that's kind of what what Shadowrun was. It was like someone played D and they were like, you know what would be cool though? To have computers. And that, that yep. was kind of like what they did with that. Yep. So that's what Cyberpunk 2077 kind of is taking off of that, where it's it's that Texas world. But you, was, the first one. was Cyberpunk first? Yeah, it came out before, before Shadowrun. Hmm. I, didn't, it was basically, I didn't know that. I think it was basically somebody played D&D and Cyberpunk, and were like, let's marry these two. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Cyberpunk doesn't have like the the trolls and the elves and stuff like that. It's It's just people. It's normal, like humans. And it's just all the tech stuff that goes in there. And they just kind of merge that together with D&D to, to have the fantasy races and, and also add some magic into it as well. Hmm. All I know of it is uh, that it's, it's, it's been late. Uh, they've pushed the release back a couple of times, right? It's supposed to come out in November. Mm-hmm. For that, it was yeah. supposed to come out, what, like a year ago maybe? Um, yeah, about I a think year it ago. Was, yeah, I think originally it was supposed to come out last November or last December. And what, yeah. what are you hearing about it? The only criticism I'm hearing is maybe that the, the main campaign is a little short. Mm, no, the big criticism that I've heard so far is like that the day one patch is like 43 gigs or something (laughs) like that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's massive. Um, yeah, the, 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 the main story being kind of short possibly, but I mean, if you, if you look at even like the Witcher three, the main story, if all you did was just the main quest to get to the story was only like, 30 or 40 hours total. Yeah. But if you did everything that you could do, it side was, quest. Yeah. 200. And they keep plus adding hours. DLC to those games too. Oh, yes. There's so much supplemental content that they end up adding. Yeah. Uh, it looks awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have to <clears throat> play that on a, on the, what, now what is it coming out on? Is that it's, is the, it cross the PS4, platform? the Xbox one? It, it's, I don't know if it's cross platform. I mean, it is, it is a multi-platform release. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I yeah, love I about the five is that, so that yeah, anything that comes out on the four, I can still play on the five. But up uh, <laughs> anything uh, you can do, I can do better. Oh, and it does. It absolutely. <laughs> does. Oh yeah, have you gotten yeah. some hands-on time now with the PS Five? Oh, Last yeah. time we I, talked to you, uh, you were still transferring stuff over and uh, didn't really have much to play, right? Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, so I tried. I tried streaming some Miles Morales and immediately got tagged on Twitch. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> what for? What test? Yeah, apparently you're not allowed to stream Miles Morales because of the music. Oh, it's one of those. Huh? Yeah, it's one of those. Like, there's so much music they didn't get. You know, there, there's no rights or permission to broadcast to rebroadcast that music. So yeah, every time that. anyone tries to twitch it, like they get hit hard with like not not just a cease and desist, but like Twitch won't let you go forward. So, yeah, so- I ended up instead playing the first Spider-Man game. Uh, the upresed version of that, which was nice, uh, and then I picked up the the Avengers and have been I've been playing mm. some of that. I've been meaning to ask you how that is. It's pretty fun, man. Like it does the same thing that like Spider Man and Batman Arkham Asylum does, where it's got a great fight mechanic, great fight system. But like, I'm for some reason really bad when like the icon shows up over your head for like the hit this button because someone's about to attack you, so yeah. hit this button to counter. And for some reason, like. My brain does not process that correctly or quick enough 
to to actually hit it and everybody else is like dude it's the easiest fight system it tells you when to hit this button i'm like i know but i can't (laughs) fucking do it for some reason it's really good today they released the katie bishop content which is hawkeye um his his uh uh his little sidekick uh the archer that they were kind of saying that like um scott lang's daughter would end up being right the the avengers phase four Mm -hmm. uh goes forward that, that she would end up being that character. Uh, but yeah, like I've seen some reviews on that and some people are saying that it's, it's really good. It, there's a lot of microtransactions in this game, uh, uh, but nothing that you need to actually like move forward. That's good. It's just new skins yeah. for your character, new skins for your menus. But as far as the game goes, like it's man, it's, it's a really fun story and some great voice acting. Yeah, some of the best out there. Uh, Jen is slowly making her way through that that uh, first Spider-Man uh, game, and I think is kind of nearing the end. Oh, I can never tell with these games. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, right up there with uh, you know Last of Us and uh, the Uncharted games and Red Dead. Like, and and Jay, you bring up uh, you know Age of Calamity. I know we're still playing that. That's one of my major gripes about. As much as I love these Zelda games, uh, but uh, this this one kind of doubled down on on the voice acting. Uh, yeah, from yeah. the uh, Breath of the Wild, and like that was one of the weakest parts of it. I don't know why Nintendo just. Came, I don't, first of all, I don't know why they decided that we needed voice acting in these Zelda games. It's been silent. I think the it's because people have been asking for it for so long. Well, people, you, people keep asking. They want they want the voices and and like, careful what you so ask much. for. Really? In in well in in um uh, Breath of the Wild, I didn't mind it so much because it was mostly just Zelda. Like yeah, right. it was just she's the worst like though. Silent Link, and that's great. But no, these Hyrule Warriors, uh, the the first Hyrule Warriors was the same. Where like they really they they kind of went a little overboard on the voice acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And you're right, Nintendo doesn't quite. Other than Mario, just aha, hey, hey yeah. a wah, <laughs> like that's kind of all you or, or Wario, like I'm gonna win. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of all you need because I feel like. As much as Nintendo has worked at establishing these these icons mm-hmm. for their for their their industry and for their brands, they haven't established the character yeah. of these icons. You yeah. know that's why when you play Luigi's Mansion, all Luigi says is like Mario, yeah. oh, Mario he shivers like, in fear, right? Because nobody has taken the time to be like, okay, we have now made these characters. We need to make them three dimensional, make them tick. Like they haven't had a reason to do that yet. Uh, yeah. And and they probably should sooner rather than later. Yeah. Or else you're going to get more with Hyrule Warriors. Well, yeah, I think we're starting to get into like kind of the that that weird stride with Nintendo where it's like, do we just keep continuing churning out the same thing over and over and over again and just try to rely on our Wally style storytelling, mm-hmm. or do we want more? And you, the more you come out with games like Paper Mario where there's so much dialogue that you're having to read. I'm not saying that like it's okay. And I'm not saying it's right, but I am saying that the reality is people are losing patience with reading dialogue. <laughs> TLDR. On the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So then, they're going to have to come up with a solution for that. But is it too far gone though? Because I mean, what characters have really spoke in Nintendo before? Samus. Like, that's it. That's yeah, well. Well, that's Samus in like the um other other M, other right? M. Yeah. It, yeah, and that was like a fifteen year old game now yeah. at this point. Yeah. So yeah. it's like at this point, wouldn't it be like pretty hard to try to, I guess, develop those characters that people have already grown to love for so many years? Because you get the point where it'd be like, I think they're in that. that 
Batman and other superheroes where it's like we need right. this new play person to play that character. And well, let me let me toss. I think that's the catch twenty two that they're in. Yeah, let let me toss this at you though. We already live in a world where they've made like three different versions of a Super Mario cartoon show. Oh God, and have man. yet to establish like a concrete like this is the science of this character. Yes. This is like, they made a live action movie of it, and even that didn't gel with what they had created no. beforehand. Like they need to find that consistency if they want to bring those characters. And I'm not saying they need to. I'm just saying that there's probably an audience that wants them to. I'm not necessarily that. No, but. <laughs> But I think it would be smart business for them to try to cater to younger gamers. I think there's a way they can do that, though, without having to nail down a voice. Uh, There is a Super Mario Brothers movie coming out uh, soonish, computer animated, right? Uh, Not not going the live action route of the Sonic the Hedgehog. Listen to our Sonic the Hedgehog episode. Uh, But going to be CG. And I'm I'm a little worried because I'm afraid they're going to start trying to give him dialogue and get uh, that uh, Martinetti guy who currently does his voice. Like, yeah, it's great when it's like, wahoo, yeah, but like, can you imagine Woo-hoo! a voice sounding like that? Like, yeah, talking yeah, in that I'm, fucking high pitched Chuck E. Cheese. Even, even when he, what, what game was it, Jay? At the very end, when you beat it, he's like, thank, thank you, you for so playing much my for game. playing was my game. Mario before? Yeah, it was, uh, I think that's uh, super. That was in 64, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? I think it was yeah, in 64. That sounds right. Yeah. So, like, even that was too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was too much for you. Mario yeah. should be seen and not heard. Oh wow! So yeah. You you wouldn't be able to sit through an entire movie then if they get... probably not. I but think... I thought that about Sonic, and I ended up loving that. Well, movie. because they were smart and like gave some of the other secondary characters uh, the, the majority of the, the dialogue and the feeling, and Sonic was just there to crack wise and look cute. Um, yeah. So true. hopefully uh, we'll find out when uh, Super Mario Brothers the movie comes out. Whenever the fuck movies start coming out again, uh, so we'll be talking about that and more. Uh, this is the sixteen. 16- no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Was, that was my segue. Is my opportunity. Edit oh, that I'm out. Sorry. Cut that out. Cut that. Cut that out. It's the sixteen uh, bit <laughs> gladiators here on the Next Wave Radio Network. Uh, I am Joel, and I'm joined I'm by Joe. Joe and Jay. I'll do. The, I'll do the talking. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. We have Jay. Also, and of course, uh, Tess rounding out the uh, quartet uh, on this here video game podcast where we talk about uh, all things video games, you know, retro and uh, and games of today. So um, I know we're getting close to the holidays mm. and, and that's definitely a uh, it's a time, especially for gamers. And it's, it's an exciting time. It's when new games are coming out. Uh, it's when we start. I mean, not at 43 years old, but at you know, at some point in my life, I had video games on my Christmas list. We we've all, I think, been there where we've had that thing that we wanted for the holidays. Like mm-hmm. I know for me, the big one was when the Super Nintendo was coming out, and oh, I was yeah. like, I want that's the only thing I want for Christmas. And my family gave me hell. They're like, Well, why do you want that? You've already got a Nintendo, and I'm like, Yeah, but it's 16 bit. <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't even know what that meant, but it's like, Yeah, it's 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 blast processor. That's right. Um, Marketing. And they're like, well, what happens when the when thirty two bit comes out? And I'm like, what? Oh, what? what? <laughs> and you know, as as a kid, you don't know how to counter that. But then, as an adult, I'm like, well, then I get that one. I'll when just it comes buy out, that one. We'll yeah, exactly. That one. <laughs> they're like iPhones. We get them every two years. It's not like it's going to come out tomorrow. Like <laughs> it's, it'll be a bit. But uh, but yeah, like I for I didn't think I was going to get the SNES. Uh, and so like Christmas day comes and I've kind of resigned myself to like, man, my family doesn't want me playing video games. I'm not going to get this thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, the last gift They're like, Oh, we got one more thing. And there it was, man. The SNES. I was so Damn. fucking stoked. Wow. Open that thing up. 
got it you know it, it still came with a game at the time came oh, with yeah. super mario those are the days and that, that's the thing you didn't need an, like i felt like you didn't need another game because super mario world was so amazing oh yeah like of course they came out with other good ones but for me like i wasn't I, and super metroid ended up being my favorite of the series really and then you know the the link to the past oh, ended yeah. up being my favorite zelda game mm-hmm. of the series but yep. like I didn't, for the longest time, I didn't need any of those because I had Super Mario World and I was just, every time I turned on that system and entered that game, mm-hmm. I was just, I was enthralled. I was in love. The music, the visuals, like everything was just, oh, it, it was, it just popped off the screen and it spoke to me. That, uh, and that was a good Christmas, man. Oh, that yeah. It was a really good one. They did have enough in that game to kind of keep you busy, but uh, I remember picking it up on a Friday, the Friday that the system was released, or at least when I could play it. Uh, and by Sunday night, I had beaten <laughs> Mario uh, Super wow. Mario. Now, I, obviously, I hadn't gone through like the Star Road and gotten all the uh, you know all the the secret levels, but I had uh-huh. beat Bowser by the time I had to go to school the next day. I felt like a badass. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. man! No, see, that was me. I took my time with Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. It was like, it, it, especially the fact that you could like save was a, a complete game changer. Oh like, yeah. You mean there are certain levels that if I beat them, I can then save the game and then come back? So, yeah, I would, like, play a little bit, save it. And usually it meant going to a haunted house. Like, if you did a ghost house, after you beat a ghost house, you yeah, could save it. Saved it saved your, uh, yeah, that's it right. That, yeah, the ghost houses or the castles. But, yeah, no, it was it was amazing. It was a great Christmas. And it was the second time I got uh, a system I really wanted. Uh, my grandmother got us, uh, like, all of the cousins, all of her grandkids, she got nintendos back in like the the 80s when that first wow. came out she got a nintendo system for each of us kids wow that's um, an investment wow yeah it was she's really trying uh, to buy but, your love huh but but here's the thing like at the time i was like look at this ratchet ass nintendo she <laughs> got us because she got us the nintendo that came with the gun like duck hunt yeah and the robot it oh, came with gyro no no, no it, mario it, brothers it didn't come with super mario brothers you know and that's <laughs> the one you want oh, man yeah. oh yeah but now you flash forward, you you flash back rather, and you see like people are paying out the ass for like Robbie the robot, like oh, yeah. trying to get one of those. I had a broken yeah. one just because I, I thought it looked cool. I had no idea what it did. I've never been able to understand like exactly how you played. And frankly, I don't care because so, it looks cool. So well, you say you don't care, and that means I'm going to tell you how no. it works. <laughs> um, so Robbie the robot was basically for kids who didn't have friends. That didn't have someone to play the second player controller. So, like, there's this game called Gyromite, Gyromite. and you're this professor, and you're trying to make your way through a lab that's getting infested with monsters. And the only way to get through it is you need to have, like, someone needs to lower and rise these pipes, these blue and red pipes. And, like, B and A stood for, you know, whichever color. And so what you did was you hooked up a controller onto the stand and there were blue and red buttons. And if you push down one of those, it would push the button on the controller. So it got connected to Robbie the robot Mm -hmm. and Robbie was also connected to a gyro spinner. So you would put these little like spinning tops in the gyro spinner and then Robbie, you set him up. So he's looking at the screen and on your controller, as you're playing, you would then hit select. Yeah, dude, it's, it was (laughs) too much. Really? You would, you would then hit select and one of the directional buttons and it would give Robbie a command to go ahead and like grab the top come over, move over, and then lay it down on the thing to hit the button. And you hit it on the head, Tess. It's too much. As far as like the game goes, you really needed quicker reflexes 
to get these things going. Like you couldn't be at the pipe and then waiting for Rob to get his ass over to the button because by that point you already got caught by the bad guys and you were dead. So he was a shitty oh, co-op wow. partner, basically. Yeah, he was horrible. Uh, but yeah. they had a couple other games that he was supposed to like help you out with. Yeah, but sure. I, re- I remember Gyromite the most. And I, at its heart, it was a decent game. And I ended up figuring out like it's easier to just, if I have a friend over, they could control the, the other controller and do the buttons. And it, it was a much more fun game to play with another human player. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, it seems like uh, just having a friend there uh, is, is the way that game is intended to play. Why do I need robots? Totally- Already yeah. robots replacing humans. And it's only 1985. <laughs> right, back in 1985. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only other time I got a console for a hol- for like Christmas was when my uncle, got, and this was, I think, before I got the Nintendo, my uncle got us an Intellivision. Uh, and, and, man, that's going way back. Yeah. Like, I know what that is was, only because yeah. of the video game museum that we went to here in Frisco. It was the thing that like went up against the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, and like it had some cool licensed games. Like it had a bunch of Tron games on it, and it had a cool Masters of the Universe game, uh, Burger Time. It had the better Pac Man, right? Sorry, it had Mm -hmm. the better Pac Man, but the controller was so fucking weird. Like it was this this long pad. It looked like a phone. Had like a number pad. And then on the bottom was like this like disc that was the kind of a controller button, a a precursor to what our controller buttons are now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like for every game, it came with like an insert and you would put the insert over the number pad and it would kind of be like, these are the controls and this is how you do this and that. It was so convoluted and also like having to keep track of all these little pieces of paper to put in the controller (laughs) to tell you what buttons to hit. It, 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 it wasn't conducive for a at, at the time I was like six years old. I was not equipped to take care of any of this <laughs> stuff and keep track of it. How long did the playtime with that last uh, in the Cucinati oh, house? Look, it was a video game system, mm-hmm. so it lasted a long time. You were there for like, it, regardless. Huh? I definitely look. I definitely got my money's worth or somebody else's money's worth mm-hmm. out of every video game console I ever received. The thing was, like that one was kind of a stinker, but <laughs> we still definitely played it, man. Yeah. We played the hell out of all of these. Well, that's a nice uh, segue into our uh, our topic for the week, which is uh, Christmas gifts, uh, video game related Christmas gifts that maybe uh, <laughs> parents or grandparents or uh, people not in the know uh, bought you thinking they were doing the right thing uh, and they just ended up being uh, embarrassing and not fun and uh, in some instances a waste of money. Uh, so yeah. this is Joe, this is your idea. Uh, thank you for coming up with this topic, by the way. And, and when you said it, it clicked. I was so like, funny. it's all your fault. Joe was like, hey, that's a good segue into the topic. I'm like, I thought we were already into the We're topic. into it. Well, I just want to introduce it and formalize it and say that, uh, yeah, we've all got stories when you mentioned uh, bad Christmas gifts uh, video game related. I think uh, one or two popped into my mind already, and uh, I think Jay's got one. Tess, maybe you've got one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, as as well-meaning as some of our relatives are uh, when it comes to video games, uh, you learn early on that um, sometimes a gift card is better. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. uh, or, or, or a list to Santa, yeah, um, mm-hmm. which is how uh, my parents ended up doing it back in the day because um, there, there was definitely a monetary cap on my Christmas gifts. And when I realized that there was no Santa, when it was, the news was broken to me, my parents were like, all right. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, Joe. Sorry. Spoiler alert, by the way, for the listeners. That's right. Santa's a, Santa's a ruse, a lie. 
Uh, but a good one. Not Mel Gibson living up in Alaska. <laughs> it's not Fat Man. No. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, when I when I when I found this out, and the, the jig was up. I was disappointed for a second there, but then r- immediately my focus was on like I'm still getting presents, right? Like this right? this gravy train isn't coming to an end. Like we're just instead of the supplier being this mythical person, now I'm just going straight to the dealer, which going is straight my parents. To the source. When I realized Santa wasn't real. Mm-hmm. I still tried to play it up like I believed in him. Oh. Because I didn't want to not get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you thought if they uh, you let on. I thought if I let on I wouldn't get anything anymore. So like <laughs> here I am like 13 years old and I'm like I hope Santa brings me this. <laughs> Meanwhile your parents are like damn he's, he's still still riding he's, this one. Yeah. But he's told him yet. Is he wetting his bed still too? <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> no, so I could tell you exactly when I learned that Santa wasn't real. Let's hear it. And that was, I'm trying to be low about it too. I don't want the kids uh-oh, to hear. Uh-oh. Um, do you guys remember the TV show Mask? Yes, I do. Like the, the yes. cartoon, it's kind of like GI, like they had these masks and mm-hmm. these vehicles, and it was like GI Joe slash Transformers. They were yeah. like, hey, how do we make GI Joe like soldiers? But like the figures were super small. Not important. What I really wanted. That year was this, it was their base. It was called like Boulder Hill. And mm. it was like this gas station built into a mountain. I remember that. It had like a boulder that would fall down. And it had a gun that came up. I wanted it so badly. And like one day, like I, I had put it on my list. One day I had to go get something out of my parents' room. And I turn around and I'm walking out the door and their closet door was open. And there it was sitting in the closet. Oh. And I was like, whoa. And my sister, my older sister, sees me notice it, and she freaks out. And she's like, get out of there. What are you doing? Get out of there. And like closing the door. And I'm like, but I think it was that she's like, no, that's not what it is. They got that. It was something they got for someone else. And I'm like, no, but that was <laughs> like the whole time. God bless her. Like she's trying to like throw me Cover. off the trail. Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't know how because she's only like three years older than me. Um, so... Christmas comes and this thing, she's like, oh, my mom's like, oh, look, you got one more thing from Santa. Mm-hmm. And there's Boulder Hill. And I was like, oh, oh no. Oh, <laughs> All my trombone. Been confirmed. <laughs> I mean, I was still psyched to get it, but yeah. sure. Yeah. Bittersweet. Uh, it has nothing to do with, with, with video games, but yeah, that was my, that's my Christmas. Yes. I was just kind of curious, like when you guys found out, what was it and how, how did you take it? You Find know, out. honestly, I don't even, I don't actually remember. There wasn't like an aha moment. Yeah. I, I don't remember ever. Yeah. Like believing he was literally real. I just, I remember. Oh, Jay's much smarter like, than the rest of us guys. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like it, it. I don't know. It was just something about it. Like didn't, didn't make a whole lot of sense. Right. Like, as far as. Mm. you know somebody that knows you're good or bad and yeah can come down to your chimney stuff. yeah come down the chimney and stuff we so didn't even fucking have like, a chimney he's called he's called okay. jesus jay right <laughs> so he knows if you've been good yeah. or bad it was kind of the same for me like um the talk um you know much like uh the, the talk you have when they're explaining what sex is to you uh, mom was just like, "Hey, never had it, never had that one. Neither oh did. no, neither did. Joe, you have two children. I'd be <laughs> curious to know how how that happened without this knowledge. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she just sat on the toilet. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just one of those conversations where she was like, "You know, Santa's not real, right?" And of course, I don't want to yeah. seem like the dumbass, so I was just kind of like, "Yeah, I played along with it." But yeah, in retrospect, I remember thinking like, 
Yeah, of course not. Why did I ever believe this? This is kind of a it, it makes sense. Tess, what about you? Oh, man. Well, I was five. Oh god. And, <laughs> oh no. And as you guys know, I have two older brothers. Oh, and, those fuckers. You know, these guys, you know, I love them to death, but they always made sure to never let me, you know, believe things I didn't need to believe <laughs> for too long. Don't let so, him enjoy his childhood. Oh, yeah. So when when a great movie named The Goofy Movie had come out, oh, yes. oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember watching that movie and loving the shit out of it. It's great. So and one of my favorite parts of the movie was how Max, he always used his skateboard to go just about everywhere. So that year for Christmas, I asked every single Santa Claus they took me to for <laughs> skateboard. Every single one. And on Christmas, to my to my uh to my great surprise and everything, there was a skateboard there waiting for me. But oh, man. it wasn't the skateboard I had asked for. Uh-huh. So this led me to ask questions to my brothers about, yo, why did Santa get this wrong? <laughs> I asked, I told him the specific one. He was supposed to get this one and that one. And that's what my brother told me. You're so stupid. You really still think the Santa exists? Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. Yeah, bro. Mom gets that for it. Mom and dad got that for oh. you. Oh, so, I mean, it was a beautiful thing to uh, to find out that, you know, my mom and dad, they do this. But also, dreams shattered. I mean, yes. but still, I got a skateboard at least. And that was at least the beauty. I, I think that's the common thread that we can all uh, cry ourselves to sleep with our new uh, Christmas toys. So, didn't really, uh, didn't really care. Here, look at this shiny thing. Don't don't forget about the lies we've been it telling you. It says a lot birth. about us. It says a lot about us as people where we're <laughs> yes, like, exactly. ultimately, I don't give a shit as long as I get what I want. Yep. <laughs> hey, and then after that, I knew who to ask exactly for that. Exactly. Hey, Go straight hey, mom, to the hey. source. <laughs> Just imagining, I'm imagining six-year-old Tess walking past Santa in the mall, and he's like, he ain't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fake. He's a big fat pony. <laughs> Well, by the time I got my first uh, NES, that Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, I was the last guy on my block to get one. So I kind of felt like I was behind. But, you know, in kid time, it was probably only six months behind everyone else. It just felt like an eternity. Um, and that was all I ever wanted to do. I'd go over to my friend's house. Uh, I, I enjoyed playing the Nintendo more than I did hanging out with them. Uh, they became wise to that fact <laughs> fairly soon. So it became uh, imperative for me to uh, acquire my own NES and uh, luckily, by that point, uh, the, the jig was up. So I went straight to the source. Hey, need a Nintendo this year? You know, that, that's all the other gifts you're planning on giving. F- forget about it. You know, I, I, I yeah. only care about that Nintendo. And God bless my parents. Uh, they delivered. I got the uh, mm-hmm. the NES. Not the uh, d- didn't have the Robbie the Robot along with it, but uh, got Duck Hunt <laughs> and Mario Brothers. That's uh, what so I got too. Got oh, to the shoot. combined card. The Did combined, you get the combined yep. card. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and not the orange zapper, the old gray one. Before they had to change yes, them that's what I had. to make more yeah. uh, look more like toys, I guess was the uh, the intention. Mm-hmm. But from that point on, from that Christmas on, it was just like, what video game am I going to get every year? You know, and, yeah. and before, and I was telling Jenna, like, yeah, you'd get like, you know, how much is an action figure? Five, ten bucks? You know, back in nineteen eighty whatever. Um, yeah. And so, but these games are you know, fifty bucks a pop, right? So my parents yep. made it very clear that it was like, uh, you know, don't expect you know the three to four individual gifts that you were giving because we have a monetary cap on our love for you, and uh, yeah. it's about fifty dollars. So you <laughs> you uh, write out your, your Christmas list, give us our Santa list of like what games you want. We'll pick one, and that's what you get. So uh, I was mm-hmm. very diligent about kind of narrowing down my list of what Nintendo game I want this year. 
And uh, God bless my parents. They uh, they tried to pull the old uh, switcheroo on me one year. Tried to surprise me. So I I had written a list, and I, I think this particular year, I think it was like maybe Mario Brothers Two, Super Mario Two, was the hot yeah. game. And I'm like, that one was hard to find, it man. It was hard to find, but uh, I, I I got it, I got it that year uh, because it was on my list. And I told my parents, here here it is. Forget all these other games. This is the one. This is what we need. So uh, you know, I don't know about your how your family worked, but uh, the presents once <laughs> once the Santa bag uh, or cat was out of the bag. The presents would show up, you know, not on Christmas morning, but they'd show up under the tree a couple days before, right? As they start to trickle in in the mail, mom wraps them up, puts them under there. Uh, And so uh, one day I wake up, probably December 23rd, look under the tree, and there is a Nintendo cartridge-shaped box right underneath the tree with my name on it. So I'm like, fuck yes, there it is, Mario Brothers (laughs) 2, here it comes. Uh, so waiting for so the next forty eight hours, I am confident. Like I know what I'm getting because I've seen it. Uh-huh. I put it on the list. It's a very short list. So it, even if it's not Mario Brothers two, I knew it was something that I wanted. Christmas morning comes. Here we go. Going straight to that present. Unwrap <laughs> it. Do that first rip. And what do I see? But uh, not Mario Brothers two, but a little game called Fester's Quest. Oh no! For the NES. Oh no! Oh, no. Which uh, if you're not familiar oh, no. with this game, I would not oh, no. uh, be surprised if you aren't. Uh, the the titular character is Uncle Fester from the Adams Family. <laughs> oh. And Joe, what kid in the '80s, you know, wasn't infatuated with the Adams Family, a black and white <laughs> show from the '60s? Right? Everybody loved right. fucking Adams Family. No, I didn't know. Dude, what there were some was. weird '80s inspired like video games that oh, yeah. NES had. Like they had the Three Stooges. Remember the Three Stooges? Mm. <laughs> yes. they, they did. Like we had that. We had the the Adams Family, and this is before the Adams Family movie was came a movie. Out yeah, nobody knew. made them relevant. Yeah, like so. Now I, I I hear you on that. Who the so that's basically your you parents know what going. It like, is? Hey, that that's a fun show. Let's get them that game. That's exactly, exactly. What it was. exactly. Uh, it's something that the parents would recognize. Oh, you it know was the, the it yeah. was probably a cheap enough license that they could do it. <laughs> yep, dude. And, remember and, the Gilligan's Island game? <laughs> oh yes, yes. That was yes. such shit. That game was so <laughs> yes. crap. <laughs> yes, as we've as we've talked about before, uh, games based on movies and or TV uh, back in the day, you uh, pretty much were batting a thousand that it was going to be shitty. It was not going to be a good video game, and uh, it's still a good fifty fifty chance. Yeah, today. yeah. nowadays your, your odds are a little better, but uh, only because we've become wise. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, back when Fester's Quest was gifted to me, uh, I went from "Oh, this is uh, this is interesting" to uh, "Man, this game is bullshit." It's it's notoriously like one of the most difficult NES games. I never beat it. I, I spent maybe a couple weekends with it to try to get my parents' money out of it, but uh, no, it, it got abandoned. I should say though, uh, they did surprise me and they bought me Mario Brothers two. On top of Fester's Quest, so here oh, I, I, I actually got two games for Christmas that year, so uh, it made the uh, the gifting of Fester's Quest go down a little smoother. That's good. Back in the black, then wow. that's, that's yes. good. That's nice. good. My uh, my father faked me out too when it came time for Mario oh, Brothers yeah? Two. This is when uh, you know this was well after my folks had gotten divorced, so it was like we kind of had two Christmases where we had Christmas at home with mom, oh, yeah. and then we'd go and spend time with dad and kind of do Christmas with him too. And so he knew, like, I, I wanted Super Mario 2. The The situation in my house wasn't too different from yours, Joel, where, like, my folks didn't have a whole lot of money, sure. so I couldn't expect to get new games. I definitely, there was a rule that I couldn't get a new game until I finished the game that I had. And so, I and I was kind of slow to get through stuff. So I didn't get to see a whole lot of new games 
but we would rent the shit out of games. Like on the oh, weekends, yeah. we'd go and we'd rent stuff. And usually I rented like the worst games. Like I, I rented fucking Platoon. They made a Platoon <laughs> NES game. You know, for kids. <laughs> for kids. Kids love Platoon. Like, what? What? Who makes this? Like if you go back and look at the NES catalog, like the movies that they license to make games out of yeah. are pretty suspect. Like why the fuck would yeah. you do that? But um, but I had put on my list. I was like, I want Mario too. Like the commercials were everywhere. Yep. Like the the dude screaming Mario, Mario! and then it like and then it panning back, and it's a group of people, and they're all wearing red, and then it pans back even more until eventually, <sighs> like it's the entire globe, mm-hmm. and it, it's so. Mario's face on on the Earth. Uh, so and I was awesome. like, oh, dude, I need this game so bad. And so, uh, so it was. I didn't get it at my mom's, and I was like, oh man, this is a bummer. And I always kind of. I always kind of imagined my father made less. And so I didn't expect much when I went to see my dad. Yeah. And so we go to my dad's place and we're kind of doing some Christmas stuff. We open presents and like we've opened everything and it's not there. And I'm like, oh, well, this is fun. I'm playing with some GI Joes or something. And he's like, oh, wait, I forgot. I got one more thing. Uh, and I'm like, what? He's like, hey, come Steve on in jobs here. I, you. Go, I go into his bedroom. He's digging in his closet and he's like, oh, here you go. And he gives me like a starting lineup, Dan Marino. And I'm like, what the hell is this? My father, <laughs> my father, collected starting lineup figures. Oh. He loved those things, and so like he just like grabbed one and threw it to me. He's like, "Here you go," and I was like, "Wow, thanks, Dad." <laughs> and I go to t- I go to turn around, and he's like, "No, wait, hold on a second. This is it. This is what I got for you." And he and as I turn around, he's got it held up, and it's Mario too. Yes. And I just about, I think I just about cried when he gave it to me. <laughs> um, and yeah, the the worst thing about that was because obviously having just said like my dad didn't, I always felt like my dad didn't have as much as my mom did. He still was the one that got me more games. And so I guess I was kind of, I always saw that the wrong way. I always felt bad after the fact, because whenever my father got me a game, if he had us for the weekends, he'd get me a new game every once in a blue moon. And then like his weekend with us wouldn't even be done. And I'd be like ready for him to drop me off at home. So I could play the new game. (laughs) And like thinking back on it now, it's like, I should have just like, we should have packed up my NES and brought it with me to his house. But like, he got me Goonies too. And like, I wanted to play it so badly. And I'm like, dad, can you just bring me home so I can play this? And he's like, yeah, okay, that's cool. (laughs) But maybe that was his plan all along. He's like, I got to get rid of these kids. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, that was. I'm sorry, that was it was long winded. That's my Mario Two story. Nice, Goonies Two. Um, I should mention Goonies Two is an exception because that's actually a pretty good game. That was actually a pretty good one. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a sequel. Like who the fuck in the eighty? Like someone said, well, no, let's not make a game of the Goonies. Let's make it the sequel to mm-hmm. the movie, and just like went wheels off on this story too that like they they just assume like you remember like hey remember when they befriended a mermaid and you have to (laughs) save this mermaid and you just accepted it you were like okay (laughs) i got you you had that one though uh too jay mario too shit that i remember i i had asked for it for my birthday and you know my birthday's in in june so i had asked for it then and i didn't get it and my parents were like, it's, you know, it's nowhere to be found. We yep. can't find it. We got to Christmas. And by Christmas time, you know, still had not found it. Still hadn't been in stores anywhere. And I was, I was resolute that 
all right, you know what? I, I'm not getting at this here. I, I don't know what, I don't know what else I can do. And they did kind of the same thing as like all the, all the presents came out and opened up everything. And I don't even remember they, they had gotten me some other game as well, but I don't remember what it was just because <laughs> after all of that was done and all I, all I had opened them up, <clears throat> my mom hands me this big box. that's you know, kind of about this tall, about this wide. And I'm like, this is okay. So I, I start opening it up and I open it up and it's kind of like this faux alligator skin looking material <laughs> and it's got a buckle on it and I open it up and it's a case for storing your Nintendo games oh. in. Oh, that's cool. And in there is Mario. Nice. And I lost my shit. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I was, I was whatever the other game was it didn't matter anymore because it was like fuck it this is mario and that immediately went in and was playing that day mm-hmm. you have any uh disappointing gifts uh either you or tess tess what about yourself man? oh yeah um disappointing gifts well i mean going off of you guys stories is like i'm gonna go and tell a good story okay. something i got for christmas first a, so a good, you know, it's like a good yeah. story about disappointment <laughs> no no, no. It's, gonna, it's gonna lead into disappointment okay it's cool gonna, it's gonna start off good and then end with toy story yeah yeah that's all me <laughs> but so just like you guys uh my parents it's not like they had a lot of money to give each and every one of the kids a bunch of gifts so after in the beginning it was where they would buy each of us stuff and then after a while my mom she would give each and every one of us like a hundred dollars once i knew Whoa. that once i knew santa didn't exist she, yeah, she would she would get each of us our our own money to where we can go and buy our own christmas gifts so being the kid that i am i would take that as like okay cool i can buy a whole bunch of shit but I remember there was I remember the this one specific year when the Razor scooters came out. Oh yeah, and it, it, they were so big and everybody wanted them, and they were about like eighty. They were about like eighty nine dollars after tax and everything. Mm-hmm. So basically, your whole hundred dollars is what I was thinking, and mm-hmm. I said fuck that. Both of my brothers <laughs> though, they both each went and got themselves scooters and everything. But instead, I went and got me a Nickelodeon camera. I got me a, mm. a cotton candy maker, a bunch of other shit. Cotton candy. <laughs> oh yeah, a cotton candy maker, and then um, he diversified his poly- his portfolio. I look. I said I'm going to get as much of the stuff as I can with this hundred dollars. But guess what? On guess what? I tried so to play on. Yeah. Oh, so much shit. But on Christmas <laughs> Day, the only thing I wanted to play with was a Razor scooter, which oh. neither of my brothers would let me ride and play on. <laughs> you had your choice. <laughs> so so after after that whole escapade of like the hundred dollars, we got into we that's when we started gaming and everything. And I think it was around like two thousand and six and like no it was like November, I think, or whatever, when the PS3 came out. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we're a PlayStation family. So that was the only thing that me and my brothers had wanted going into christmas we had wanted a playstation 3 and on christmas my mom got us the playstation 3 but that was but that was also the start of okay now that you guys got this new system and everything you know we're not going to be buying you each game for this shit so you each have to come up with one game that y'all want and you got it that's what you're going to get every year and so we all came together and we decided that we're going to get the Madden, the Madden of that year. So every year from then, we got Madden, and then eventually we started getting 2K. 
every mm-hmm. single and so so from like 2006 up until 2010 every single madden every single every single um uh nba game so and it was nba live there's two different ones nba live and nba yeah. 2k 2010 the year i'm graduating everything get about to get to christmas again okay you already know the routine we're gonna get the new madden gonna get the new live but to our dismay the new live was actually much worse than we ever know it it was didn't ea stop making that game now because of that game (laughs) (laughs) that's why they stopped making that game Because every single player in the game was unrealistic. You had players like Shaquille O'Neal j- dunking like Michael Jordan from the <laughs> free- R- Ridiculous. But my mom, being the good mom she is, got us what she thought we wanted, which was, yeah. the, which was the new NBA Live game. That, so, like man. I said, start to, it, the story started good, but then it ends in dismay. Oh, no. <laughs> Jay, what about you? Any disappointments? Uh, yeah, I had. Um... Oh shit! Going back to the license game nightmares. Um, the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh no, for Nintendo! What? I I got that, that one. Yes, brilliant. No, that game's bullshit. What? That game is brilliant. It's so good. No, it's not. No, not it's not at all. You know what? No, 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 no. You say it isn't good because you weren't good enough to play it. Oh. It was. A, it's, it's a good game. It's just challenging. It's challenging, but it's also it's kind of... cheap as shit is what it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It is cheap as shit. That, it is cheap as shit. That game but it's is not bad. Where the term Nintendo hard comes from. Yeah, oh, that's man. right. Talking about that game is getting me Nintendo hard. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody beat that game? Like, I never beat that game. I have. You did beat I, that game. The only way that I did was with a Game Genie, but no, I did mm-hmm. not beat the game legitimately. What, what was yeah. doubly disappointing about that one was we had the Ninten- uh, the the Ninja Turtles arcade game by that point. Yeah, which was fucking fantastic. Which is like one of the, <laughs> hands down, the best co-op uh, arcade games of the time. Uh, yeah. You still see it in, in retro arcade games today. You're not a retro arcade Unless you mm-hmm. have a Ninja Turtles somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when, when you hear, oh, there's a Ninja Turtles game for Nintendo, we were all thinking, oh, it's the arcade game. They're just bringing it mm-hmm. home. But no, mm-hmm. what we got was this weird kind of side-scrolling slash, but then there was an overworld A little map. top-down adventure thing. Yeah, yeah, there was a little top-down bit, but it was mostly, yeah, it was mostly side-scroller. It was just, side-scroller. that was kind of their way of, of traversing the map. Oh, guys, but, I really dug this game, but I will say, like, <laughs> If if you ended up like if Leonardo or Donatello, if you got those two captured and You're you were fucked. stuck with Michelangelo or Raphael, yeah, you were fucked. Yeah, you <laughs> just just restart the game because they have no range. And like <laughs> you're, you're better off dead. The level oh, design, wow. like it was a fucking like you would get stuck in a loop because yeah. a lot of the levels like looked the same. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what sewer I'm going down, but it looks identical to the one I just came up. And, Here's uh, the thing, what you're describing, you're describing the first like quarter of the game and that's spent in that city, yeah. like the, there's the city map and then those few opening levels and then it leads to the swimming level and that swimming level uh, is a bitch. Yes. It's a, but the thing is, if you can get past that, and I know this sounds like how I talk about TV shows, but if you get past those two parts, the game opens up and it is outstanding. Like, it's, it's so fun. I guess I never um, got that far. Yeah, it I sounds just, like you guys didn't. Man, <laughs> I bailed I, on that I, game I so hard. I love that game. I'm surprised that 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 you feel that way about it. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm alone. Oh, yeah. I think it's kind of notorious for. No, uh, I, you're yeah, probably I not. I think it's <laughs> universally hated. Yeah. 
But, but then uh, the, they, they they did so, make good uh, Konami a few years later by releasing Ninja wait, Turtles. How did you pronounce that? Did Konami? you say Konami? 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 What do you say? It's Konami. 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 Yeah. Eh, you say Konami. <laughs> I say Konami. No, no, they, that's not because in, in, Japan, <laughs> in, in Japanese, you only have one pronunciation. Am I Japanese, both. motherfucker? Konami. <laughs> this round die is going to pronounce it the way he feels like it. <laughs> Take that, Ken Watanabe. <laughs> so, so I have a I have a disappointing story, but the thing is, like, my parents couldn't have known because mm. being a huge comic book fan, obviously, I wanted the games that had the comic book characters. So when I found out, like, they they made a, an X Men game for the NES, and we talked about this game on the Eight Bit Gladiators long ago. Um, but like they had announced, like they made an X Men game, they made a Wolverine game, they made the Silver Surfer, and the Silver Surfer and Wolverine both ended up being pretty good games. But like this X Men one was the first one, and I wanted it. I told them I wanted it, and when I got that one, I think I got it for like a birthday, and I was excited. I was stoked. I was happy to have it. That was. It is the worst. Like it is seriously one of the worst games. Ever and I, I would recommend that if you've never heard of this game, check out YouTube videos oh, yeah. of it uh, because it's unreal. Like watching this game, watching people play this game, and you look at the level design, the character design, and you're like, "Who the fuck put this mess together?" <laughs> like somebody who looked at that and went, eh, "It's good enough. Send yeah, it out." The lowest like, bidder. What? Yeah, exactly. And it was LJN, man. LJN. Oh, was, they were notorious. Synonymous with yes. crap. Yep. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, like I wanted that game. I asked for it. I got what I wanted, and it was still a disappointment because it was terrible. That, Do you guys have a story like that that you wanted a game so badly and it ended up being horrible? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. My first role playing uh, role playing game, first and last, maybe. <laughs> uh, I was introduced to the world of RPGs uh, through a game called Ultima. And you're probably familiar with that series. They've been around a long time. Uh, I think it started off as computer games, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. And and probably that's where it's known most uh, amongst PC gamers. Uh, And and it still has a following and some great games under its belt. But uh, I I didn't know what an RPG was back uh, in in the day. And (laughs) so I was reading about this. Oh, Ultima sounds awesome. There's like wizards and knights and shit. I'm down for that. Uh, and of course, yeah. I'm coming from you know like Mario Brothers and Zelda and these kind of like action. Yeah, Zelda isn't quite an RPG, but I think they call it like an action RPG, right? Where uh, you're yeah. still getting to yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Sure. Uh, and so I wanted Ultima, and that was on my Christmas list that year. And God bless my parents; that's what they gave me. Uh, and be careful what you ask for, because uh, every now and then you'll you'll get a uh, a shitty RPG that it it looked horrible. It looked so bland, so flat. And of course, especially the, if it was if it was like the first one, their first yep, two or three of them were just god awful. There were not much well, to look at. Didn't they like start Ultima on the NES with like Ultima Eight? Wasn't it like it was no. around that? I, I, I want to no, say they, it was like oh. they actually released the first. I Did think they? The first, yeah, first two or three on on NES. I think Ultima the, Eight. I don't even think that they were releasing those on consoles at that time. I. Um, or eight? I first mm. I remember oh, playing and I, 
I don't I don't remember which number it was, but it was like Ultima Quest of the Avatar or mm-hmm. something that like that. That was five, I believe. Was that that was five? And it so. opened up like I, I remember playing that at Ralph's house, and like it opens up and you have to answer like all these questions yes. to like figure out what kind of character you should be or yeah, whatever. It is like an RPG. And it was like, yeah, and it was like the worst. It was the worst because apparently like the character, when I answered all the questions, it's like the character you should start off as is a bard. And I'm like, <laughs> well, what the fuck is a bard? And I soon found out like a bard sings. Yep. You can to, lull to your enemies and, to sleep with yeah, your, your, your doesn't ukulele. doesn't fight shit. He just, he has a harp. And I'm like, who the fuck wants to fight monsters with a harp? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I'm with you, Joe. Like Ultima did not go down easy with no, me. No, And it was, it was, yeah, there was a lot of reading and math involved. Uh, and, <laughs> and it was the first game I had played where, um, and, and you know, it's a staple of, of those RPGs at the time where it's like, you're on the overworld map, you're walking around and then all of a sudden cut scene, you get attacked. Random, yeah. The random encounters. Yeah. Exactly. And now I have to, I'm in this side scroll looking thing and I've got to choose what attacks I'm going to do. I, I I fucking hated that because it was so jarring, and I still kind of have like anxiety about playing those games because <laughs> yeah. you're just walking along. Oh, oh, I'm gonna go in this hole. No, you're not. You just got sucked into a battle, <laughs> and now your game's over. That's that's one of the staples of Final Fantasy is the the random encounters the random battle, yep. that that oh, aren't yeah. really random. They're actually tied into the the step counter on yep. your character. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever spend the night at a friend's house? And play like they had a video game system, but they had like the worst games. Like every one of their games were just terrible, and you had to like force yourself to just try to try to play shit. And if so, what was it? For me, it was uh, Rygar. Remember Rygar for the old Nintendo? Oh, uh, yes. All these oh, are like man. NES era games. I feel like I feel like I'm not going to have oh, a good batting fine. average with you guys. I love Rygar. You like Rygar? I know we've talked about this before. I, I don't get it uh, because it's. Uh, I don't know what it was about that game. Uh, yeah. it, it just for me, a lot of it is visual, and 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 uh-huh. when you're when you're spoiled with uh, you know Mario Brothers and and even Zelda, uh, and and a lot of these Capcom games. You know, we were talking earlier about the the, the licensed games, but all of the Disney Capcom games were great. You know, re- they were uh, so good. They were so good. Uh, Rescue yeah. Rangers and Little Mermaid, even, and uh, you mm-hmm. know, continued into the Super Nintendo era with the uh, Lion King and uh, well, maybe not Lion King, Aladdin. But there yeah, definitely no, Lion King was an SNES one. Um, one of the best Disney Capcom games, though, was uh, it was called I think the Magical Quest, starring Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, yeah, yeah. Oh, for the and Wii, he was like putting on like different outfits, like he was a firefighter. Yeah, he was a wizard. Like they were doing so much with that game, it was ridiculous. I love it. Yeah. So, so Rygar. You had a buddy that had Rygar. Rygar, and uh, he, he just wanted to stay up all night and play that. And I was like, well, I mean, some video game is better than no video game. But uh, but that's a straight-up single-player video game. <laughs> yes. So you had to stay up and watch his ass play Pretty much. all night. That's why you hate that game. Dying over and over again <laughs> in the same spots. I mean, we would take turns, but it's like... Uh, it just didn't scratch that itch. And, and I knew that there were better video games out there, just not in front of me. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I was telling them that I had a buddy that I stayed over his place and he had like two or three different Bomberman games. Oh, I, I like, like Bomberman. Dude, uh, yeah, I I'm not I don't dig on Bomberman that much. It's a puzzle so, game, so. So like sitting there and watching that and I think he had um what did he, he had Castlevania 2. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know Castlevania. Let's play Castlevania. And he had Castlevania 2. And I was like, ah, oh, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't hate Castlevania 2 as much as most people do. I but do. Like, yeah. It's not the most exciting of the series. Ah, I loved it. Yeah. Did you really? I, you know, I, oh. There was a lot more puzzle solving in that one. Yeah, yes, they, they, they took a hard. Yeah. For some reason, back then in the NES uh, era, uh, developers felt like that they could just uh, take a hard left with their their, yeah. their sequel games. And it's like well, the reason Jason people Blank. liked the first Castlevania Zelda. was yes, Zelda two notoriously as well. I, I I hated that one and never beat it. Oh uh, God! But it's like just stick with what's what brought people in and what people enjoyed about the original one. Well, it's like whatever happened to and. And like to, to introducing something earlier in a level, like introducing, okay, here's a thing. And obviously, so that way, you know, like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to do this later on. But instead, like with Castlevania, like there's this whole thing about like, you have to go to this place and then do this thing and then use this item. And like, there's nothing that would tell you to do no that. Like, and obviously that's, that's the height of Nintendo power. Like yep. that is why you owned Nintendo power. Or in my case, that's why I would go to Jay's because he had the <laughs> subscription to Nintendo power. Oh yeah. And yep. like, Bro, like you go into Jay's bedroom closet and there's like a stack of Nintendo powers. And the thing was, we would be playing a game and I'd be having, I'd have a hard time. And I'm like, oh man, you know what? I'm going to just check the Nintendo power on this thing. And I go into his closet and Jay would scream after me like, hey, uh, issue 48. Like he would just <laughs> he know. He knew, had it categorized, <laughs> cataloged. I'd be like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, that's going to be, that's issue 63. Yeah, grab issue 63. I'm like, what are you talking about? Flip to page 12. It's about halfway down. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The fact that he like would know that stuff off the top of his head was just ridiculous. Uh, But yeah, so uh, as, as far as like other, like my, um, my stepfather who we've talked about on the other podcast a little bit, I had, you know, kind of a, a rough relationship with this guy. Sure. But he got one year for, for Christmas. Like he tried to, I think he and my mom had like a talk and she's like, you got to engage in what he likes. And what he knew that I liked was like Wolverine and Nintendo. So this guy gets me this fucking game called werewolf, the last warrior. <laughs> and it's all Close. about like, the, like it's about this American Indian that like, if you get enough power-ups, he turns into a werewolf. And the thing is like, it's fine for the most part, but like kind of shit. Like you, you get to, I think it's the end of like level four and there's no, there's no logical way to beat the boss at the end of this level. Like everything you've done up to this point has both basically just been button mashing, but then you get to this boss at the end of this one level and it's like, Oh no, he, that doesn't work for this guy. And I remember like, I would get to this point and try to beat this guy over and over and over again. I don't think I ever did, but it was like such a source of frustration for me. And and like, it was just even like one more, one more straw on the camel's back of why, like I just detested this man. Like it was bad enough that like he, he physically harmed me, but the fact that he got me this game that emotionally wrecked my <laughs> ass, <laughs> it was, it was, it made things even worse, man. Uh, <laughs> He clearly didn't get it. Real one-two uh, punch. But, but it was funny because talking about this on text, Jay had said something. He's like, "Oh yeah, I can even imagine him." He's like, "Oh yeah, he'll love this. It's fucking werewolves. Of course, of course, he's gonna love this game." And that's, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's right. Like that's kind of how that went down. Oh man, the, so, the thing about our terrible games that I went over to, 
there was this one friend who uh he had nothing but the uh but the Kingdom Hearts games. I remember going yeah. over there and and <laughs> And see, that was at a time where I didn't, and I'm laughing because I know Joe loves those games. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, I love them, but I'm trying to imagine your reaction to them. And, I'll, and I've heard you use this phrase a lot where you're like, man, that's some white man bullshit right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's appropriate. Like, Bro, so the whole that's game is about fucking Donald? And, <laughs> it's some white people bullshit. <laughs> the whole game? What? <laughs> I, I did Coming try from the guy who loves the goofy movie and he, he got a problem with fucking <laughs> yeah, Kingdom Hearts. I mean, even I'm a big Disney fan too, but I admit I tried to play that first game and I was like, mm, this is way too, there's too much anime in my Disney. Well, and the problem that that first game too, there's like the, the quote unquote tutorial section of that game goes on for like 20 days. Yes. <laughs> and, and you, yes. you have yet to get to like, you get, I think before you get to that, that part you have like one cut scene of like Donald and Goofy talking to Minnie and Daisy and like that happens. And then you've got like 50 hours of just like tutorial stuff until you finally get to Traverse town and you, you finally team up with Donald and Goofy. Like it doesn't get into the shit that is advertised until well into the game. And that's, that is a, a huge shortcoming of kingdom hearts. Yep. Never went back to it. Mm-mm, I don't blame you. All right. Anybody else have any other uh, bad Christmas experiences, uh, shitty games, or uh, accessories that were gifted to them? I had the. So I had in 87, I got these two games. One I knew about and I wanted so bad. And the other one had no fucking clue what it was. And so I'm opening them up. You know, the, the one that I wanted was Metroid. I, oh, I had yeah. seen some things on it. I was like, shit, this is this is, looks incredible. I need to have this game. Mm-hmm. So my my aunt had gotten me that one. My parents got me this game that I had never even fucking heard of before. And I opened this thing up and it's this gold cart. Oh no. And it's the first fucking Zelda. Oh. And wow. so I'm like, okay. So I, I start playing it. Those two fucking games started this obsession to yeah. this day. They are still like my top series of games that top tier. I will I will buy a system for those games. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They've so, earned it. Yeah. Um and then of course in eighty eight the, the Zelda two came out and I got that for Christmas and it was like, uh <laughs> <laughs> there goes that that work out. Man, so that's well. a rough ass game, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never but, uh, okay, so so I played through Zelda two uh, as part of like the eight bit like the quest thing that I I used to do on the podcast, yeah. uh, going back and trying to beat games that I had never beat before. That game was so torturous and so bad, like such a horrible experience. I would shout, like <laughs> fucking look, dude. I would I would scream out like derogatory terms <laughs> for every single race, creed, cut, like. <laughs> I would just shout it in my bedroom at the fucking at the screen of my my DS. I'd just be like, "You motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> that that game did some bad things to me emotionally. <laughs> yeah, I kind of think I need to go back through it because I found out, and it was I think it was while you were doing the doing your your quest on it. 
I found out that there's a way to cheese the Dark Link fight, and that's the one that I was always stuck at, and I never could get past it. Final anymore. fight of the game? Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, there there definitely is a way to cheese it. Yeah. So now that yeah. I know that, I'm like, all right, now I need to actually maybe yeah, check good that luck one off the to list. <laughs> right. Get, right. Getting to him is the worst yeah. fucking part yeah. of the game. Oh, you gotta talk um, to every fucking uh, what, village person. Yeah. Jay, mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. said though, like when we were texting about this that there was a game that you got that you had no idea, like you didn't know anything about it. Yep, 89. It, it ties into what Joel was talking about earlier a little it bit. It does. It yeah. does. Yeah, so that was this one would be Tier 3 on my top video game franchise list. Fucking, again, 89, my aunt in, ended up getting this one for me. Dude, your aunt knows what's up when it comes yeah. to video games. I know, right? right? Yeah. So she hands me this game. It was a little little game called Final Fantasy. Oh shit! And again, looking at it, kind of Joel, like, you'd hate it. It has random encounters. You wouldn't yeah, like that. Yeah, random no, encounters. And I was, <laughs> it looked like something that I would hate because up until this point, I had never played anything like it. But I put it in that yeah, evening. Oh, <laughs> put it in that <laughs> evening, and I think I played the entire night into the next day and came down for breakfast and I went right back up Wow! to continue playing. I got that fucking hooked on the game. That's how yeah. you know. The first one's good, man. It's solid. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys know I love Dragon Ball Z, basically. Oh, that's so, right. I was, I was thinking about this. I was like, what is a game that I looked forward to that, that sucked when I got it? So, <laughs> so Dragon Ball Z had this game called Budokai 3. And it came out in 2004. I just did some research on that. And we loved that game. When I told, when I tell you for hours, me, my two buddies, Reggie and Keon, and my brothers, we would spend hours playing this game. And even my brother, Akeem, he was in college at the time. He would play with his friends there. They would have tournaments and all that. That's, that's how great this game was at the time. So when a couple years passed and they let us know that another Dragon Ball Z game was coming out, Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse. I was so fucking pumped for this game to come out. Could not wait to get it. Could not wait for it to be here. Got the game, popped it in. Me and my brother started playing it. And what they tried to do with this one that was different from the last one is in the last one, it was all about the fighting and they wanted they wanted the whole, you know, you and other play- people playing. That's what games are for. You play with your friends, play with your brothers. With this one, it was supposed to be more you're submersed in it so you could go into a, a universe that is just you and you can fly around, do all kinds of shit. That made the game so dog shit because the fighting was then <laughs> terrible. And so and so was the story mode because like you guys were talking earlier, they decided they wanted to make it a lot more dialogue to where you had to go up to different characters and they would tell you shit that you were supposed to be doing. Oh. But it was a lot of just pointless shit that if you did, but if you missed a couple of guys, you wouldn't know other things. But you had to go around this whole fucking universe to find people. Mm-hmm. So, so that I was like, yeah, oh my God. I just thought, I forgot all about that game until just now, guys. Thanks for bringing up old. <laughs> I used to have so much patience for like games like that where I'd have to go and talk to every character in the game. Yeah, it used to be fun. And, and now trying to play games like that is fucking torture. Like, yes. I just. I don't have time for it. I can't. Yes. I cannot. Yeah. Joel, I don't know if you answered this about getting a game for the holidays that you didn't know anything about that you ended up enjoying. Uh, let's like kind of along the lines of Jay's story about Final Fantasy. 
No, uh, it was. Uh, let's see. No, I'm, I'm trying to think. I did uh, uh, adopt a, uh, a a technique because you know everyone's going to get the same games for Christmas, right? Everybody's getting the new Zelda game. Everyone's getting the new Mario game. And when it came time to like trade games with your friends, you know, on the playground, everybody's got the same games. They're trying to trade, so. I figured out early on, like, hey, if I'm the guy who has the odd game out that maybe people have heard of, but they didn't own themselves, well, I can just borrow the new Castlevania game. I can just borrow the new Zelda game because uh, I don't really want to own it. Uh, so I would always kind of venture out and do stuff like, you know, Adventure Island. Uh, if you remember the Adventure Island series, which were yeah. not bad, kind of, you know, side-scrolling uh-huh. platform a la Mario. Uh, kind of knockoff Mario game. Knockoff yeah. Mario game. Uh, controls weren't always as tight. The graphics weren't mm-hmm. always as good. Uh, they're always kind of eight and a half, you know, B plus games. But yeah, that shit was was gold on the playground, man. Because people I like bet, Adventure yeah. Island. I've never had Adventure Island. I, I will gladly lend you Castlevania three for an Adventure Island. And so I, I mm-hmm. capitalized on that. Man, nice. I remember the first time I played Adventure Island, and I was just like, "Wow, this doesn't move the way video games are supposed to." No. <laughs> this is a problem. Um, cool, cool. Uh, does anybody else have anything holiday wise gifts, uh, gift games that they either had a good or bad reaction to? Mm-mm. Cool. No, think oh, all righty. Uh, well, let's okay. move on then uh, to the section of the podcast where uh, we talk about what games we're playing. Anybody playing anything new since the last time we uh, chatted here? Oh, here I'll start. Uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, what? I Joe? think. I can kind of answer for Jay, right? You know what? I've put that on pause for now. Oh, thank Christ. Final Fantasy V on pause. Um, Jay and I both are kind of working on this game called Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, the remaster that they just came out with. Um, Let me tell you about my buddy Jay, who's a fucking natural at these goddamn racing games. Like, so... So we have it so we could see each other's scores when we're playing. We kind of get on the board or whatever. And, like, I'll see, like, a, there's a race. There's a, a pursuit. Like, you're a cop having to get a perp. And I'll see that Jay's got it done in, like, 48 seconds. And it takes me, like, two, three minutes just to get through the damn thing. And so I'm trying to beat his time. I'm not even enjoying the game in some points because I'm focused <laughs> too much on trying to beat his time now. Because I found the problem was I found out I beat his time on one thing. He was like, oh, yeah, I think you beat my time on that. And I was like, oh, did I? And so now I'm like, oh, shit, I got to try to beat his time on stuff. And, like, I'll see he's got a, he, he's got like a time for like you know in two two attempts he gets like a gold medal on this course i can't get that shit in fucking 18 it took me 18 <laughs> attempts to get even close to his time so uh so yeah need for speed hot pursuit playing that one uh and what else am i playing um uh i've, I've started digging back into uh uh star wars the old republic because jay gave me a gaming laptop um so that's been fun. The thing only weighs about two hundred pounds. pounds. <laughs> it's fucking massive. Oh, yeah. I brought I brought it to work. I was like, "Here, Tess, hold this." <laughs> Can you pick this thing up? What is this? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he got a hernia from it. <laughs> yeah, I need to no. I need to join you on that uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you do, you do, because uh, I'm trying to get some other people to play it as well. But uh, but yeah, no. Other than that, we got Hot Pursuit and uh, on the PS5. I'm kind of making my way through Spider-Man again. For some reason, I want to play through Spider-Man before I dig into Miles Morales. And I'm playing sense. the Avengers on the PS5. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. I may have to. I may have to check out the Avengers on the next uh, Steam sale. 
Yeah. When that comes up. It's not bad, man. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah. So tell the good people what you're playing, Jay. Well, uh, in addition to the Hot Pursuit, <clears throat> of course, I'm still plugging away at uh, Age of Calamity. Oh, yeah? And, Nearing uh, the end of that one or uh, still a ways away, you think? Oh, still, I'd say still a ways away. I haven't even gotten the Master Sword yet. Oh, shit. So, right. yeah, yeah. I'm, I haven't officially been dubbed a champion <clears throat> for the princess. So, yeah, I've got a ways. Um, and uh, I started up on... Um, saints row four. Oh yeah recently oh, so good i fucking adore this game i okay so my saints row thing i played uh grand theft auto uh well we, we played the original grand theft autos on the playstation yeah the top down ones i think i played three and san andreas uh at your place on your ps2 and I was yeah. never like super into the 3D versions of the Saint of the of the Grand Theft Autos. So when oh, Saints Row comes out, I'm like, eh, it's like a Grand Theft Auto, uh, no, no big deal. But Saints Row Three comes out, and it's just so balls to the wall crazy shit mm. that goes on with this game. And for some reason, that clicks with me, and I fucking love it. Yeah. And so now four. Of course, we're talking about like an eight-year-old game now. Mm-hmm. Four comes out, and it's fucking... You're in the Matrix, basically. Yeah. You've got superpowers, oh. and there's aliens, and it's just like... It's so good. What? It's, it, it's everything it's a, that works about GTA, but pl- plus like wheels off. Like just Yes. It's so yes. fun. Yeah, it, it's basically GTA when GTA doesn't take itself seriously. Oh. It's like GTA, but somebody put all the codes in. Yes. Yes. Check that out. Fucking fantastic. And I'm I'm excited. Once I get through that, I got to go through. It has kind of like a little mini expansion called "Get Out of Hell." That was (laughs) uh, you basically go to hell and you have to make your way and escape out of there. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Tess, what about you? Okay. Well, I've still been making my way through Crash Bandicoot Four. I'm about thirteen percent done with it, so there's still a lot. And uh, I also decided that, you know what, I'm not getting that PS5 anytime soon. So I guess I'm just going to bite the bullet and buy a bunch of PS4. There you go. Good boy. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a bargain. It was Black Friday. I had to go ahead and get Madden and 2K on uh, PS4. But a new game that I got that I've been playing recently, I told Joe a little bit about that I was going to get it, is Nickelodeon Kart Racers Grand Prix. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Man, that game's that game's been a lot of fun. It's got yeah. characters like SpongeBob, Patrick, um, also Hey Arnold, a bunch of the Rugrats on there. Oh, fun! And it's just a little simple, fun racing game that been playing here with uh, the roommates. Been having a lot of fun with that. I like a good mm-hmm. card game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the card games are fucking great. Oh, amazing! Love them. I'm just I'm having fun unlocking all the new characters that I haven't. I got like Heifer from uh, Rocco's Modern Life. And nice. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's been fun time. Even when they're bad, some of those cart games are still fun, man. Like yes. there was a South Park, there was yes. South Park Rally, yes. I remember South that one. Park Rally. PS1, and it was shit. Like it, like just yeah, it's not good. control wise, everything about, but it was still fucking hilarious. Yes, yes. I remember that one. Uh, well, lately I've uh, I've been playing uh, a new game. Jen and I picked up uh, called Control. 
came out uh, last year. I've heard such good things about yeah, that. Yeah, it made a lot of people's uh, you know game of the year last year. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, uh, man, I can see why. Uh, we're, we're still kind of new into it. We just beat, like, the first world. I don't know how many there are. Uh, I feel like it's just kind of opening up, but uh, very atmospheric, very kind of uh, Matrix meets Bioshock a little bit in a way because it has a Bioshock mm-hmm. feel. Uh, your your main character uh, has telekinesis powers. She's got a kind of gun that's built out of like telekinesis. Uh, you're kind of firing magic bullets, and you can like uh, pull rubble out of the walls and project them uh, at your enemies. And uh, so far, it's really good. Very creepy nice. though, uh, and a couple of nice jump scares. So yeah, I've been enjoying Control. Awesome, nice. That's about nice, it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm I'm taking a look right now, and it just people there. There are like several articles where people are like, so basically, Control is this generation's Bioshock. Yeah, very uh, much so. You know, Control's going to take over. Like, oh wow, this is. Oh wow, I'm gonna have to give that a shot, then, man. I love me some Bioshock. Thing. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. That was our uh, Christmas uh, extravaganza. Gifts, some good, some bad, uh, but always memorable. So uh, we're gonna wrap up this episode next time. Uh, it will be a a post Christmas episode. Christmas will have come and gone, uh, but we'll be nearing the end <laughs> of the year, the end of 2020. This dumpster fire of a year. Oh, uh, yeah, but as bad as 2020 God. was. Uh, quite a few good games came out in 2020. So I think mm-hmm. next time we should kind of talk about uh, our games of the year, games that came out in 2020 that we've been playing uh, that are uh, the top of our list uh, okay. for this year. So tune in next time uh, for our games of the year episode. Uh, and for the listeners, if you'd like to leave a review of our humble little podcast here, you can do that on uh, Apple Podcast or Spotify. Uh, you can also check us out on the web's at uh, 16bitgladiators.com. There you'll find uh, all, all of our episodes, over five episodes, uh, and links to uh, our Facebook page, uh, 16-Bit Gladiators, and also our Twitter handle, which is at 16-Bit Gladiators. Please follow there. You'll always know what's going on with us and uh, what episodes are coming up next week. Uh, well, it is for me then to wrap up and say uh, thanks for joining us, Joe, Jay, Tess. Uh, thanks again for sharing your games of Christmas past uh, and uh, look forward to hearing what games uh, Santa's going to leave under the tree for you uh, this year. <laughs> no, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again for another uh, episode of the 16-Bit Gladiators, and we will see you next time. Game over, man. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.